Hello, welcome to a beautiful podcast to fall in love, an unofficial Bachelor Nation show from TV Guide. I'm Liam Matthews, and joining me in TV Guide Mansion is my co-host from Ari Season at Bachelor in Paradise, the Elon Musk of Bachelor Nation, Jacqueline Trumbull. How am I the Elon Musk of Bachelor Nation? Because you call British guys pedophiles on Twitter and get your company taken away from you. <laughs> no, I don't know. I just thought it was funny. I love Elon Musk. I've I knew, I knew, and that's, that guy for... I just kind of knew you would. Mm. All right. How are you feeling? His ex-wife was hitting on my ex-boyfriend for the longest time. Oh, yeah? So there was a time in my life when I had a beef with Justine Musk. Justine she didn't Musk? Know that I, she didn't know I had a beef with her. Yeah. It was a private beef. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's, that's always a thing. Justine Musk. <laughs> what did he say to her? Well, I think lots of terrible things. He said some terrible... I, I think he said like... Good. I think he said like, you're a good starter wife or something like that. <laughs> that's terrible. He said some, some really mean stuff to her. Not a good guy. Yeah. There was an episode of The Bachelor last night. And here's what happened mm-hmm. on it. Okay. It was hometowns. Colton needed those blessings from dad. He couldn't live without the blessings. He was like, give me the blessings. I need the blessings. Uh, he got a blessing from Kaylin's stepdad, but it didn't matter because he didn't <laughs> give her a rose. Uh, next, he got a blessing from Hannah G's dad. Ah. Uh, Tasha's dad was hesitant at first, but eventually he gave in, smashed that blessing button. <laughs> Cassie's dad didn't give his blessing. But that didn't stop Cat, uh, Colton from giving Cassie a rose because this whole getting the blessing thing was ultimately an empty gesture. That didn't matter. Uh, Colton has now told the three remaining women he's falling in love with them, and only two of them have said it back. Uh, which brings me to my first question for you. Uh-huh. How do you think Colton did this week? I don't care. <laughs> you don't care. I you got to give me something. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't down on this episode like like you were, which I'm very excited oh, about. I'm, I'm excited to be the positive person this this week and for you to be the super negative one. Um, but I don't really remember how he did. I mean, I I liked the dads this episode. I think that they were my favorite part, maybe. The dads seemed cool. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll get to that. And once but... again, I liked Tasha. And... Yeah. We'll get to that. But I just want to clear the floor and just go off on Colton. Please do. Man, this was, this was the worst episode for Colton. <laughs> There has been this season. I am all the way out on Colton. I want him off my TV. <laughs> I thought this, I mean, especially after last week, which was so good. I hated, hated, hated this week. Why'd you hate him? First of all, I think uh, telling multiple women, you know, three women that he's falling in love with them was a cynical move. Uh-huh. Colton knows how this show works. He talked to Ben Higgins last week. Yeah. He knows what he is doing. He, he's setting this up for the cameras. This, this, you know, whether his feelings are real or not, he is setting up, you know, devastation. You know, some of these people seem to genuinely have feelings for him at this point. Yeah. Even, even if they don't, you know, it's, but it was just so cynical. Took me out. I think the problem is that this whole falling in love thing is like a bachelor trope now, and it doesn't mean anything. It's really easy to dole out. When you say you're in love with someone, that I think uh, indicates more of a commitment and like a uniqueness, you know? I'm in love with you. These are extremely strong feelings. They're targeted versus falling in love. It's like, yeah, but I can still get off at the exit ramp, you know? <laughs> and like, what does falling in love mean, yeah. you know? You're only halfway there. So he's just, yeah, he's just giving it out like candy. He knows he's going to hurt some people's feelings. Fixating on getting father's blessings. I was not into that. Why? Because who cares? It was fake. <laughs> it was fake. Yeah. He was like, I need to get the blessings. It's the most important thing. 
And then he didn't get Cassie's father's blessing. He didn't even Cassie was like, I don't know, man. And he still gave her a rose. It didn't matter. Yeah. Like if you if he would actually let, you know, not getting this blessing affect his decision. Yeah. I can see that. That's like what that's not a real person who would do that. That would be an an insane preposterous thing to do. It well, doesn't It wasn't like Cassie said you'll never have my blessing. Yeah. Cassie's father. That's true. Yeah, he didn't say that. He seemed like an intense dude. What is he going to do? Is he get, it's just not fraudulent. A lot of fraudulent <laughs> stuff this episode. And then he was so obnoxious on Twitter. I I just saw him call out Emma Gray, who's my good friend. Right. <laughs> Who you right, you don't follow me on Twitter or on Instagram, but you I follow don't. Oh, but you follow <laughs> the other another bachelor podcast. I'm looking you up right now. <laughs> Liam Matthews. But if you are a public figure like this of Colton Underwood's stature, don't respond directly to critics. What are you doing? <clears throat> That's just a bad look. Like don't give don't give us power. <laughs> You know? It's so hard, though. It's so hard when people are being nasty to you to just to not respond to them. You feel so misunderstood, <laughs> and you hate them so much. You just hate them. Yeah, they're so nasty. They're like they're, they're spending their time thinking about me and talking to me. How dare they? Is it because I went on TV? You yeah. know? Okay, so you understand where he's coming. I from. I understand the impulse okay. completely. Yeah, it's just, I mean, it doesn't make it a good idea. No, it's a. I mean, it's a very bad feeling to be misunderstood. Nobody wants to be misunderstood. Mm-hmm. Let's give the context for what he what he said. So okay. Emma Gray, she tweeted, stop asking male parental figures for permission to marry a woman. Parentheses, yes, this is the hill I will die on. <sighs> I do think the here to make friends people will get a little self-serious at times. Yeah. But Colton's response was, these are my values and beliefs. These women are independent and can clearly make decisions on their own. However, it's a respect thing. I can only pray that if I have a daughter, the man that asks her to marry her has a conversation with me first. Which is fine. Whatever. But it's the act of responding to a, a tweet. Don't respond to tweets. Just get up off Twitter. That, was, that is a quote from the great Liam. poet laureate, the poet laureate of Oakland, California. Too short. Said, get up off Twitter. And then this is the word. I was like furious at this. Uh-huh. Before the show, he okay. tweeted, let's keep the focus of tonight's episode on the women and their families, not the fence. Thanks in advance. <laughs> that is a Mike Fleiss level troll tweet. <laughs> he might as well have tweeted at Khloe Kardashian and been like, do you want to come on the show? It's just trolling, just smarmy. Uh-huh. Doesn't mean it. Like he knows that. People only care about the fence. We only care about the fence. At this point, yeah. So he's trying to act like, oh, you care about the fence? What a bad person you are. Grow up. <laughs> I'm sick of this guy. <sighs> okay. All right. We're going to move on. Is the general response to him still pretty poor? I think so. Yeah. Okay. But I think the next couple episodes... I'm anticipating some awesome episodes going I think forward. They're, they're genuinely going to be good, right? Reality Steve, I think, said, like, these are going to be... Oh, yeah. yeah. So if Reality Steve said these are going to be good episodes, they're, they're going to be good episodes. He told me, yeah, that this may actually be the most dramatic season finale ever. I still... It's still Wait, so who told hard. You Reality Steve Reality Steve, it? yeah. Oh. I still find More it... than Ari's. Right. More than, I find more that so hard Jason to believe. Mesnick. There's just no way. There's yeah. no way. I don't know. I mean, maybe in terms of, like, stakes, those are higher. Like, Ari and Jason Mesnick's were higher. 
Uh-huh. But in terms of maybe craziness, this will be better. I don't know. There's just, I don't see how anything can beat that conversation with Becca in the happy couples. Location. Yeah, it was one of the best things I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> just from a TV perspective, it was riveting. Right, riveting, yeah. Yeah. All right. So my next question for you is if you had to have one set of these parents adopt you, which would it be? Well, it can't be Cassie because uh, I do not look like the, the <laughs> army of clones. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy so they literally out. looked the same <laughs> yeah. that was wild right i don't remember kaylin's oh wait i loved her stepdad he, he was like so sweet that scene was weird to me because kaylin this episode felt very practiced everything and like the conversation with her dad it was just really odd to me because this always happens you know they're like okay now go sit on the couch and tell your father things things you've never t- told him at any other time <laughs> I, don't, I can't even imagine i'm so bad at like i like i don't say i love you to my parents that's a culture that they fostered <laughs> by the way but i just can't imagine me like dad i love you you're the best dad this yeah. and then my real dad was never there was never there yeah but you i mean it's, it's like very it's wonderful sentiments it's just yeah. so when you know how when you know how the show's made, it's like okay, so yeah. you were. But then his reaction like gutted me. It's yeah. so sweet. It was like a genuine. Re- and, he, and she said it right after he had said like I don't know about this, <laughs> and she was like, "Well, here's the thing, John. You're you're my real dad. I don't know. Right. Yeah. But yes, I would go with Kaylin's family because I wish John was my." Yeah, but then Mama G was awesome. Yeah, what did she do? Hannah G's mom. I remember. She was just really like no nonsense and she just looked cool and she was great. I think she had some good lines. She was definitely the protective, you know, when they had all that bullshit about the umbrella. I was like, okay, you know, Mama G. (laughs) We will definitely talk about that. (laughs) But she, so, okay, so Mama G. I liked Mama G. She had a giant glass of wine. Did she? The color of, you always notice the, the color like, of your environmental details. Yeah. I liked all the dads, you know? I like Tasha's hometown. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We'll talk more about that. I want Kaylin's stepdad, though. Kaylin's stepdad. I agree. And Hannah's mom. Well, let's set it up. Yeah. <laughs> all right. My third question for you. Uh, how many shower scenes is too many? I know. I texted my friend. I was like, why are we still pretending that anybody wants to see Colton shower? <laughs> we even got to see his feet this time. Oh. Like, this is getting weird. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Celebritypeatpics.com. Screenshot that. <laughs> yeah. Just too much, man. I think this was the 15th shower scene of the season. I think there's been at least four an episode. And Colton is very good looking, but there is just no sex appeal. So why are we still pushing this? It's very... I'm tired of it. Yeah. So is he naked in those scenes or no? I can't imagine. I can't imagine he is, but... Yeah. A speedo. Yeah. If you were the Bachelorette, would you do a shower scene? Uh, Maybe if I worked out for four years beforehand. (laughs) (laughs) Not in my current state, I wouldn't. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I would... I'm saying yeah for me, not for you. I don't don't know. Ari didn't do a single shower scene, I think. Ari was classy like that. Yeah. I interviewed Ari and I asked him about that and he said he like it happened so quickly he like he didn't out. have time to prepare. Yeah. He only had like what like like three weeks or something from when he was announced to when he started. Yeah. So he was just like, Yeah, I'm just gonna keep my shirt on. <laughs> and I'm sure I'm sure some of the I'm sure some of the women were not happy with that. They were like, I got in great sh- in in bikini body ready. Right. And I don't get to show it off. 
Okay. Uh, we're going to go take a shower and be back after this. <laughs> okay. okay. So the first date of the episode was Kaylin. It's in Fredericksburg, Virginia. Have you ever been to Fredericksburg? No. I don't know. I have very little to say about Kaylin's date. They just... It seemed very clear to me from the beginning that Kaylin was going to go home this week. I, yeah. I, I remember noting that they had absolutely no chemistry. He was holding back. She seemed to practice. It was strange. I was expecting Tasha to go home this week because I thought that they were dragging Kaylin through. Um, but I guess since she made top four, they're allowing him to be genuine now. Yeah. I did not hate this episode. I liked it. Um, the hometown state is always going to be the most difficult for me to watch, um, especially when they... got one. Yeah, because I never got one. And I, there's so many what-ifs what about it. And I mean, I remember like planning it with the producers and mm-hmm. they were calling my parents and it was being set up and I knew who's going to be there and all of that. You know, I had all of it imagined. So especially when they do these southern dates, because my parents live in Charleston, South Carolina. So I'm just imagining, you know, very similar um, scenery, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. So what would you have done? Uh, well, I don't know what they were. I mean, Charleston is known for like boating, oysters, horse and carriage rides, romantic walks through, you know, the, the gallery. Graveyards. Yeah. Ghost, ghost tours. That would be kind of fun. But my parents, like my mother is a beautiful decorator and so my house is really beautiful and my parents are really strange and it just like would have been, and they, they don't speak in cliches, mm-hmm. you know. But it would just, they have forced them to? I wonder. No, they, they never put words in your mouth. They may have excised 99% of the sound bites <laughs> until they got the most normal ones, but yeah. Um, and I always find it kind of interesting to see what the parents say because they're, you know, they haven't been... Not that we were trained at all, but after a while, you get a sense of how to talk to mm-hmm. the camera, and the yeah. parents haven't, so I always find that kind of amusing. Yeah. I feel, actually, Kaylin's mom mm. said this process, so she knew. She knew the lingo. Oh, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> she said she was falling in love with him, and he didn't reciprocate. Yeah. Oh, he didn't? No. How do I? I like, don't remember this date. Yeah. It was, it was, notes, it was kind of brief, and uh, so the only thing that stood out was Kaylin's stepdad, which we already talked about. Oh, and I did love his suggestion that she and Colton just be friends. It seemed it was very I know. Reasonable. So the notes I have are no chemistry between Colton and Kaylin. Mother's speech is believable. More like you could just be friends. Ah, uh-huh, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that guy was great. They should have him be the bartender in paradise. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's move on to Hannah G. So the etiquette date was the worst date of the season. I hated every moment of that. They've done that a few times through the years. Yeah. It's always, no one enjoys it. (laughs) It was just pointless. It didn't even seem like Hannah's family were like genteel Southerners. I know. I I love the etiquette date thing because it always pretends like the South is still, you know, in Gone with the Wind era. (laughs) (laughs) Which to me seems racist, but okay. (laughs) So, and then her time with her family was, well, all right, let's talk about this. Her time with her family, I found it kind of eh, except for, let's just watch the clip. We got to see this again because I wanted to. This is what you see in Bird Box. Has she rapped for you before? No. Oh, yeah. I've been rapping for years and everything. Yeah. (laughs) You've been rapping in the house? Oh, yeah. I'm going to need for somebody to give me a beat. Somebody can, like. I got it. it. Just go for it. I'll take whatever I can get. All right. Okay. 
Sitting right here with people I love the most. Raise your glasses up, get ready for a toast. Mom and Dad, Chillin' and Colton sitting here. Once you guys will talk to him, there'll be no fear. Hey! hey. Okay, um, Colton's really cool. Y'all think so too. Hopefully at the end of this, he'll be my forever boo. Hey! hey. That's so bad. That means good. Bad means good. Yeah. So Hadji is f canceled. Yeah, I'm trying to find the words that the quote that Emma Gray had upon finding out that Jared and Ashley wrote a children's book called Lucy and Clark. Um, just aggressively lame. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, look at these honky ass mayo ass. <laughs> and Hannah has been rapping for years. She should be better at rapping than that. I, this made me, I was like, oh, so we haven't seen anything of Hannah all season. And then we see this and we're like, oh, she sucks. <laughs> I, ugh. All right. Do you think Hannah has moved to LA yet? Because I was looking at her in Birmingham, Alabama. And I was like, this no. is not someone who is going to be in Birmingham, Alabama. <laughs> Yeah, she probably will move to LA. It's kind of unclear to me what they do once they get there, though. I mean, I know that there's a bunch of promotional stuff to do for about a year, but I don't really understand what the end game is. Yeah, I think they... even Becca Kufrin didn't do that. She's like, we're just going somewhere warm. Yeah, yeah. They're in LA, right? No, they're in San Diego. Oh, in San Diego. Yeah. Oh, that's very different. I know. Okay, what are they doing? I think that they're just being normal. I mean, Becca is probably the person who is least likely to be changed by this. Yeah, they've kept a very low profile. Yeah, yeah, they're great. Yeah, what do you do? You do some promotional stuff. Maybe you start a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> so, so sick of Bachelor Condescent starting a podcast. Her dad beatboxing and saying word and bad means good in his little Vineyard Vines sweater made me want to bird box myself. <laughs> and speaking of bird box, uh, Taisha referenced the bird box challenge during her date. Which is insane. What's the bird box bird? So the, bird, do bird you know the challenge? movie the movie Bird Box? Yeah, there's a blindfold. Yeah, I've so in Bird Box they they wear blindfolds. Yeah, because they they'll see monsters that make them go insane and kill themselves. Mm. So they have to wear blindfolds. Mm. So people after watching the movie, people were doing the Bird Box challenge, which is where you do stuff while wearing a blindfold. You know, mm. like cook dinner or drive a car or whatever. It's <laughs> terrible. So Tasha referenced. The Bird Box Challenge, uh -huh. when she put a blindfold on Colton. But Bird Box had a limited theatrical run in November, around the time when this would have been filmed. Oh. And it didn't go on Netflix until December 21st, long after production had wrapped. That is cool. So the Bird Box Challenge meme did not exist when this was filmed, which means... They had Taisha come back and record a line about Bird Box. That's bananas. Which is the craziest thing I think this show has ever done. <laughs> yeah. I cannot wrap my mind around this. Like, what, what even, like, could that possibly have happened? That's crazy if they did that. It's odd, too, because you're not allowed to reference anything like that when you're on the show. You can't hum recognizable tunes. You can't talk about movies or songs or anything like that. Because of the rights? I guess, yeah. yeah. Unless it's unless it's Disney licensed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Even then, maybe. I was blown away by that. I don't know what that was about. That's so cool that you discovered that, <laughs> not that they did that, <laughs> to be clear. So Tasha's date, her dad was great. I was really into Tasha's dad. I know, I liked him too. Um, he was initially skeptical, basically refused to give Colton his blessing. He had a, you know, substantial conversation with Tasha where she was like, no, like, this is how I feel. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I see that you mean it, so. It was nice that he was like, why are you asking me this before I talk to my daughter? Yeah. Let me go talk to my daughter, and then I'll do whatever she wants. Good dad. You know? Yeah. He said, you don't microwave a relationship, which I, I thought was. Great line. Great line. That's a great, just a great line. <laughs> the perfect metaphor right. for the show. This is a microwaved relationship. Yeah. Absolutely. It really gets at the cheapness, too. <laughs> This is, yes, it's like a Swanson's dinner. Yeah. Yeah. You said you, you really like Tasha this episode. I always like Tasha. Yeah. I just think she's cool. I thought the skydiving thing was a pretty good move and like inserted some action into this for us. Yeah. I really love it whenever Colton looks like a complete wimp. <laughs> he screamed very undignified. I know, and his little legs in the air when he was f like flying, <laughs> you know, from the airplane, just yeah. like kicking so funny and yeah. he just looked sick yeah and she was such a badass yeah and what did he i did like his line where he said like i can't die i still have to lose my virginity i thought <laughs> yeah. that was funny i also thought that she was one person he actually attempted to flirt with i think he's one of the least successful flirters on the planet <laughs> but he was trying yeah. you know he tried to say some witty things mm -hmm. so that was endearing i guess and yeah i just liked I just like her. I think she's the only one of these four who would be capable of being the Bachelorette. Yeah, and they will, they're they not going to make her the Bachelorette. You don't think so? No, America's too racist. Ratings went way down on Rachel's season. That's true. That's yeah, true. I don't think they're going to do that for a very long time. It's very sad. Yeah. You don't think Kaylin will be the Bachelorette? I hope not. She's too young, first of all. Yeah, she's 23. 23. That's not going to stop them. No. Also, she's kind of mean. And then Cassie is too immature, as we... Saw in her day, which we will get to. Mm -hmm. And Anna has no personality. And Anna has no personality. Yeah. So I don't know. You think it'll be, I mean, maybe it'll be, maybe it won't be Kaylin. I think it'll be Kaylin. I saw a, th a, a theory that they the reason they didn't include the um, footage of her saying she wanted to be the Bachelorette was because she's going to be the Bachelorette. Mm -hmm. And that like, just doesn't, doesn't play well. So they have it. They just consciously chose not to show it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. girls probably say that all the time every season. Yeah. That doesn't shock me. Um, but it, it could still potentially be Hannah if the breakup, if they do break up, and it's so devastating. Yeah. Or Cassie. I just think Cassie's going to win. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a break. I forgot to say at the top of the show that we're going to play a game. We're going to play a, oh, okay. a Hometowns trivia game. I wish I had said that at the top, but I didn't. <laughs> but we're going we're gonna to talk about Cassie, and then we're going to do that. After the break. Okay, we're back, and we're going to talk about Cassie, who is not ready to get married, and Colton is not ready to let it go. He told her he was falling for her, and she's like, uh, we'll see. What did you think of this? I always appreciate when one of the cast members is allowed to hold back on the whole I love you thing, because these I love yous are super planned. Mm -hmm. I have to imagine. I mean, I didn't experience this personally, but... Just from watching the show, they always happen at hometowns. Mm -hmm. One person always does it prematurely and they get cut. <laughs> that was Hannah B. Yeah. That's why I was like, she's going, she's going to be top yeah. six and then she'll bounce. And then one person is often a holdout. Mm -hmm. You know, they're like, 
okay, he's clearly obsessed with Cassie, so we're going to tell Cassie that she doesn't have to reciprocate at this point. You know, she's allowed to be real and, Mm -hmm. you know, honest with her doubts. So she may have felt like she was experiencing the least amount of producer manipulation. You Mm -hmm. never know, but clearly no one's there pushing her to say I love you, and it's probably because they know that Colton's obsessed with her. Hmm. That's very interesting. It's my theory. Yeah. And she did say to her sister that she was falling in love with him, but she wasn't ready to, like, she wouldn't say it to him. But then, I don't know, she also, when he gave her the rose, she did not seem thrilled. (laughs) But it was weird, you know? Cassie's dad pointed out that he's dating three other women. Cassie was like, you know, she said, oh my gosh, I'm not dumb. (laughs) It's just very adolescent. I also... This is just, again, me revealing too much about my family, but I cannot imagine holding hands with my dad (laughs) ever, first of all. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Especially having a conversation about The Bachelor or my my husband, person. Yeah. But kudos to them for having that kind of relationship. Yeah, I mean. I just, flashes of my own family come before my (laughs) eyes when I watch this. I'm like, that's so weird. Yeah. And you probably wouldn't, uh, you know, talk to your dad like you were 15. At this point in your life, either, right? You're past that. You never know. (laughs) You know, you always revert a little bit. Yeah. But not this much. Usually when I'm asked to do the dishes. (laughs) Mom! (laughs) (laughs) So dad wouldn't give his blessing. Cassie didn't say she was falling in love with Colton. He gave her a rose. He likes uh, unavailable, you know? Yeah. I did like, I liked Cassie's dad. Yeah. It's like this blessing would be premature. Period. That was a good line too. Yeah. yeah, he had. What else did he say? He said, "Colton seems like a guy." That was great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's enough about Cassie. Let's play this. Let's play this game. So this game is it's very simple. Okay. You know, match the bachelor. To his hometown, and then I'll, oh, I'm not going to succeed at this at all. Well, you might you, you might be surprised. Okay. We'll start easy. Mm. Scottsdale, Arizona. Ari. Yes. And I'm going to give you a uh, fun fact, okay. trivia about each city. Okay. So a fun fact about Scottsdale is uh, P.F. Chang's is headquartered there. Oh. Yeah. Barquisimeto, Venezuela. Juan Pablo. That's Juan Pablo. Fun fact about Barquisimeto, known as the Dusk City due to its beautiful sunsets. Well, all right. Isn't that nice? Have to go. Except probably not right now. Waukesha, Wisconsin. Uh, Ben Higgins? No, no Nick. Nick. Yeah, no, you got it. You got it. Fun fact about Waukesha, it is the place where two 12-year-old girls stab their friend in an attempt to impress the fictional internet scary story character Slenderman, Um, and uh, those girls were found not guilty by reason of insanity. Do you know the story about Slenderman? No. Oh, look it up. It's very, very weird. I will. Yeah, Slenderman. It was just like a, it's just basically a meme that they thought was real. (laughs) I almost killed someone over it. Very weird story. Uh, Arlington, Iowa. Oh, um, Chris. Yes. Yeah. That was Chris. I am killing this game. Yeah, you're you're good. Arlington, Iowa has a population of 429 as of the 2010 U.S. Census. Damn. Probably the smallest town any bachelor is from. Probably. Uh, Irving, Texas. I don't know. Say say anyone. There's been a few Texan bachelors. Um. Okay. Uh, the one that Emily almost married, Brad. He seems like a Texan. This was actually Sean Lowe. Oh. Fun fact about Irving, Texas. Uh-huh. Chuck E. Cheese is headquartered there. Oh. There's a great conspiracy theory about Chuck E. Cheese going around right now that they, any leftover pizza 
they just take it back to the kitchen and reheat it and then serve it again because the people post pictures of just like drastically different size slices of pizza in a in a pie. Uh-huh. And you can order Chuck E. Cheese on Seamless, at least in my apartment. Whoa! I have not done it, but I have thought about doing That's it. That's awesome. I've never been to Chuck E. Cheese. Well, you missed out. Yeah. Someday when you have children or not, you can just go. My parents were just, I was the fourth kid, and I trailed by such a large margin. They were like, we're done with the kid stuff. <laughs> I didn't go to Disney World past the age of three. <laughs> so you, barely, you don't even remember it? No. Lancaster, Pennsylvania. I have no idea. That was Andrew Baldwin. I don't even know who that is. Andy Baldwin. Peeps were invented in Lancaster in the 1920s. Oh, cool. By the Urata Candy Company. Kirkland, Washington. No idea. Just take a guess. <laughs> uh, who's left? Who's, who who was before Chris? This is Jason Mesnick. Oh, okay. Uh, fun fact about Kirkland. Costco's Kirkland Signature Store brand is named after Kirkland, Washington. Okay. Warsaw, Indiana. Ben Higgins. Yes. Yes. Fun fact about Warsaw. Bubba the Love Sponge, uh-huh. the radio personality whose then wife was in the Hulk Hogan sex tape. Oh, nice. Also from Warsaw. Nice. Downey, California. Uh, I don't you won't get this. This was Byron Velvick, the fishing, the fisherman. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. He was the fisherman bachelor. Um, fun fact about Downey, which is in Los Angeles County. Uh, the oldest operating McDonald's in the world is in Downey. Okay, last one. Okay. New York, New York. I don't know. What? Charlie O'Connell. I've never heard of him. He's Jerry O'Connell's brother. I don't know who that is. He's an actor. Okay. <laughs> he was best known for um, Stand By Me. Liam always gives me this pop culture education on this podcast because <laughs> I haven't seen anything. Apparently. This is my life. Yeah. yeah. Um, so fun fact about New York, New York. Mm. Uh, an adult rat can tread water for three days and survive a five-story fall without injury. No. Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that disgusting? That is so cool. Yeah. Three days. I think that rats are unfairly maligned. I mean, that's amazing. Like, they can squeeze the, their... Their skulls are not plated. Okay. So that's how they can squeeze through very small. Amazing. They can squeeze through a hole the size of a quarter. Amazing. Because they can squeeze their heads. What about the rest of them, though? I mean, that they just. I mean, their head is the smallest part of their body. But it's the you know they're mo- they're mostly just spine you know. Okay. They're very flexible. Shout out to rats. Okay, we're almost done. Okay. No influencer island this week, <laughs> but. Next week, it's Fantasy Suites and Fence Jump. Yay! Yay, the, the moment we've all been waiting for. How do you for. know it's next week, the Fence Jump? They said it. Oh, they did? In the, uh, in the preview for, for next week. Oh, okay. So I have two questions going into next week. Okay. A. Yeah. Do you think Colton will lose his virginity in the Fantasy Suites? <gasps> no. No, I don't think so either. Okay. Although, mm-hmm. it'd be pretty compelling if he did. I know. I wish he would. Yeah. Just do it for the team. Like, <laughs> take one for the team. <laughs> that could make this, like, that could be what realize we were talking about. Oh, oh my God. The, um, the line in the preview where he's like, I want it to be the best thing she's ever felt. It's not going to be. It's not going to be. I wonder if he was talking about something else because he can't, he's, that's delusional. Yeah. Yeah. He, to- he probably was talking about something else. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. And what do you think makes him jump over the fence? No, spo- this is a spoiler free zone. I know. Oh, so you, you know what it is? I don't know what it is. 
I don't. I actually don't know. If it's next episode, I don't know what it is. Okay. I thought it was going to be the finale. I mean, I'm maybe one of the girls has some meltdown and tries to leave. I don't know. Could be. Or he's just so overwhelmed by, like, I don't think he gets dumped at this point. But, I mean, he's running away from cameras, it looks like. Or is he running yeah. after someone else? I think he's running away from cameras. All right, well. I th- I think it's probably Cassie says, I just can't. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I hope it's not anticlimactic. I don't think it will be. I mean, I think they know they have something good. I have a theory now. I have a theory for this whole show now. I think you're right about that. Do you want to share? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've been spoiled on one point, and so my theory involves this one point, and so I can't share. Okay. But I, I think that you're right that Cassie might try to balance next week or something. Okay. The hell, yeah. All right. Well, we'll find out what happens next week. Until then. I'm Liam Matthews. Jacqueline Trumbull. This has been a beautiful podcast to fall in love. Please rate, review, and subscribe. And until next week, bye. Hey, thanks for listening to this TV Guide podcast. Check us out at tvguide.com for the latest news, recommendations, and stories fans truly want. And if you're loving this content, follow us on social media at TV Guide and subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash TV Guide.